You're listening to The Kelly Cotrera Show. Thanks for joining me. You're also listening to the music of Michael Jackson, and that is what Christine Sinclair listened to before each match. She said listening to Michael Jackson songs made her feel the physical reality around her, subsequently making her focus on her matches, which is, you know, I know a lot of people listen to music to pump them up. It's kind of cool to know that that's what she was listening to. Over the 23 years with the Canadian women's national soccer team, she is the world's most prolific goal scorer. When you put her up against David Beckham and the likes of Christiane Ronaldo, they're at 127. She is at 190 goals. She also led the charge for equity within the women's national team in both pay and opportunity. She started playing soccer at a very young age when she was four. And, of course, she was playing to a higher level. She was playing against six-year-olds. And the weirdest thing that I learned about Christine Sinclair this morning after she announced her retirement from uh, international play is the fact that she dreamt early on of a career in Major League Baseball. As she hangs up her soccer cleats, quite literally, she gave us a cryptic message of her soccer cleats hanging over a goalpost this morning on social media. Uh, we're reflecting on how absolutely important she is to the game. Diana Matheson, former Canadian soccer player who played for the Canadian national team from 2003 to 2020 and co-founder of Project 8 Sports with Christine, joins the Kelly Cotrera show right now to talk about it. Diana, this has got to be an emotional day. I mean, uh, you've been there. So how do you think uh, it feels for Christine this morning? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I, yeah, it's probably an emotional day i think for all of us athletes getting to that retirement day i think we you know we think we know what's coming and then the day hits and it's always a little more emotional than we think um but i'm sure she's getting so much uh, outpouring of you know congrats and love from canadians across the country so i hope she's getting even a piece of that okay well let me play you a clip from this earlier this morning uh after she announced her retirement here's what she had to say you know, I started to catch myself like thinking of like going on vacation and like spending time with my family and going to my cabin that like five years ago would have never crossed my mind. Yeah, uh, you know, it seems like really normal thoughts uh, when you get to you decide to, uh, you know, maybe put your career in the back burner. Right. What is her legacy going to be? Oh, and there's, there's probably not enough time. I think the, the quickest way of saying it is Christine Sinclair is Canadian soccer. I think we're not at the place we are for the women's program or the w- men's program and discussions of Canada becoming a soccer country without Christine. It's it's just a fact. I think, you know, 10, 20 years ago, the, the thought of the the greatest goal scorer in the world's most popular game being Canadian would be outlandish. And then Sink came along and, and the impossible became possible. She laid the foundation for the women's national team, you know, attracted folks like John Herdman to this country, laid the foundation and the success of the men's national team, you know, moved the ball forward, as you said, on pay equity, was part of the founding announcement for women's pro soccer in this country. So literally, she's been the foundation of, I think, everything in Canadian soccer. And she's inspired so many young girls. I think it's completely fitting and it's super classy that her way of retiring was writing a letter to her 16-year-old self as she started to play for the Cana- the Canadian national team. Uh, what do you think of that? Like what she said to her, you know, herself, you are exactly where you need to be, where you belong. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, she she was. She saw the game change drastically through her career. You know, we started, she, she started at the end of the 90s. I was lucky enough to join her in 2003. And back at that time, there was maybe two women on the team playing pro. Everyone else had part-time jobs. Uh, I mean, the first decade of Christine's career and scoring these incredible goals and making these incredible plays weren't on TV or even screens for anyone to see. And then the game has shifted so rapidly um, during that time. And we've watched the national team get more and more attention after its success. We've watched the pro game grow internationally around the world. And Canadians have been lucky over the last 10 years to actually see Christine on screens more and more. Um, And she was she came along at the perfect time for all of us to move the game forward faster in Canada. Um, and she's leaving the game. I mean, the one thing missing in Canada we know is is the pro league, and she's she's leaving her mark there too. And yeah, she'll have more time to you know visit the cabin and vacation, but also uh, you know visit up uh, visit us up in uh, Canada as we're kicking off in 2025 with the pro league as well. We know her her port her home is in Portland, but. We'll get to snag her up here in Canada much more, too. She'll have a bit more free time. I'm speaking with Diana Matheson, who was a team member with Christine Sinclair, who announced today that she is uh, retiring from international play. In her retirement letter to herself, to her 16-year-old self, she talks about how uh, she's playing with her, her heroes here on uh, the national team. And in a few minutes, you'll take an elevator ride with them. Please don't be too awkward. You're a national team player now. You're exactly where you belong. Trust yourself. Do you remember the moment when you were with Christine Sinclair and you thought, whoa, wait a minute, I'm with Christine Sinclair here. Can you describe what that felt like yeah absolutely she was uh she is a year older than me she'd already been on the national team a few years when i made it she first burst onto the scene back in 2002 in an under 19 uh women's world cup that took place in canada and they played in front of 50,000 people at commonwealth stadium that's when we first saw saw sink myself included and then i played against her on the field for the first time ever actually for a provincial game she was team bc i was team ontario uh, and she was, I mean, an incredible and untouchable then. I think my first interaction with her actually might have been a, an elbow to the face. So that was my first Christine Sinclair memory. Uh, she later blamed me for being the short one. Um, and that was pretty classic sync. And then after that, I really got to know her once I made the national team. And we, you know, had the pleasure of, of growing up together uh, as a team and, and family and, and watching Christine grow into the incredible captain and leader she is. What a leader she is. Diana, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate your time, and thanks for sharing some thoughts on Christine Sinclair as she uh, announces her retirement today. Thanks for having me. You have a great day. Diana Matheson, former Canadian soccer player who played with the Canadian national team from 2003 to 2020, co-founder of Project 8 Sports. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.